Hey guys, it's Denver here and welcome to another episode of my podcast. This one is being recorded in a hotel room in Dubai. So I'm in Dubai right now and it is actually Ramadan at this point in time as well, which is quite interesting because Ramadan basically means it's part of the Muslim culture and it basically means that you fast from sunrise to sunset. And when I say fast, I mean zero food, zero liquid, no water from sunrise to sunset. And it really makes it interesting with this area of Dubai being very touristy and everything actually being closed during the daytime uh, from what you can see. There are shops still open. You can still buy food. However, you cannot eat it in public and they actually put up big boards and they block the windows of the restaurant. So no one can see if you're in there. Uh, but at the same time, you can't consume things outdoors. So I literally cannot go outside and have a drink of water during the daytime. I believe chewing gum is also not a good thing either. And yeah, it's quite interesting. So Dubai is typically a place where everybody comes. It's very touristy. And during this period of the year, which goes for a month or just over a month, Ramadan, Generally, the people who live here who are non-Muslims will actually leave Dubai and go somewhere else. And it's quite quiet, really. However, at nighttime, that's when the party starts. So they're fasting all day and kind of using strategies to get through the day, like having shorter working hours, sleeping, having naps, stuff like that. Waking up nice and early in the morning before sunrise and eating a meal. And I actually have clients who practice Ramadan in uh, Saudi Arabia and also Australia. So I give them exactly what to eat at what time in regards to meal timing and food types to really help them to feel fuller throughout the day when they're not getting any calories coming in. So that's pretty cool and it works quite well. However, what I will say is that they've been doing this all their life. So it's not really that hard for them to do it. And they do have their preferred traditional meals. So do they listen to me during Ramadan? Probably not. But, you know, I give them some good advice anyways. So today what I want to talk about, given the fact that it is Ramadan here right now when people are fasting, is intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is quite popular and has been popular for many years now. And it has some benefits and then it also has some negatives. And there is also some confusion around it because some people believe that intermittent fasting is the secret to long-term weight loss or weight maintenance and has benefits beyond other dieting types, which all have the same focus being fat loss and a calorie deficit essentially. And I would disagree with that for a few reasons, but overall to keep it simple, the best diet for you for fat loss, weight loss, and then weight maintenance is the diet that you can successfully stick to over time, which then becomes a lifestyle and your preferred way of eating, not a forced way of eating to get a result. And then you are just maintaining yourself because it's just so easy to do it. Now with intermittent fasting, there are people out there who have been doing it long term. And for them, it's super easy for them to do that as well. And there are people who do other dieting methods, forcing a calorie deficit, and they prefer that. So it's very individual. There's no one best way to do it. But whatever you can stick to 
is the most appropriate approach for you to have long-term success. Now to really get into this properly, I guess the first thing we have to do is discuss or make clear what intermittent fasting is. And intermittent fasting basically means that there is a set period of time in a 24-hour period, so in a day, where you're not consuming any calories. And typically it's going to be a 16-hour fast, and then the remaining time in the day, 8 hours, is going to be fed. So by creating this fasting period, you're essentially reducing the likeliness of you over-consuming calories or consuming a high amount of calories because you're literally bringing nothing in. And you're making this window of opportunity to eat much smaller with the goal of consuming fewer calories than you typically would and then resulting in fat loss. And I guess it's really pretty simple because you just think of the name intermittent fasting. So intermittent means not continuous and fasting means consuming nothing. So it's not some magical approach to dieting. A lot of people get kind of hung up on it thinking it's the best thing ever and there are people out there who are marketing it as the best thing ever and you know intermittent fasting is okay in my books however it's not ideal for everyone and if weight loss is not your goal you're looking to build muscle you definitely want to stay clear of intermittent fasting because fasting is fat loss or weight loss focused and we make it fat loss focused by consuming enough protein and also doing weight training to encourage our body to hold on to the muscle that we have and really just get rid of the body fat. So by no means is it muscle building focused. You need to eat sufficient calories to grow, meaning more calories than your body is accustomed to in order to really maximize your, your potential, I guess, um, or likeliness of you putting on noticeable amounts of muscle. Now let's get into the benefits of intermittent fasting. Obviously, one of them is going to be weight loss. Um, another would be reduced inflammation, and then we can see improvements in our cardiovascular and metabolic function as well. And in addition to that, I would say it makes it easier to stay in a low-calorie diet or reduced calorie diet, basically a calorie deficit. Now, an important thing to note about almost all of those benefits is that meal timing is not the driver of any of those the driver of all of those is actually just being in a caloric deficit. So with those benefits in mind, simply just restricting your calorie intake provides the exact same benefits. So the only one that really stands out as potentially, you know, a pro only for intermittent fasting would be the one where I said it helps you to stay in a calorie deficit easier because you're restricting the times that you're eating so you're not waking up eating a bunch of food and going over your macros or having to starve all day because you kind of screwed up early in the day you're basically restricting early keeping the focus on food low and then you know using that shorter amount of time to get the calories in so that would be the one um, unique benefit of intermittent fasting but for the others uh, you know it's just a calorie deficit now people will argue about intermittent fasting having all these unique benefits and they're being experts in that field and looking at unique scenarios where intermittent fasting is helpful and to keep it clear my focus here is improving your body composition, so reducing your body fat, increasing your lean mass, increasing or improving your training performance in general, 
and being healthy in general. If you have some kind of health implications which are unique to you, intermittent fasting could play a role in a positive manner. Honestly, I don't know. And the reason why I don't know is because I've studied this enough over multiple years to know what works in the grand scheme of things for most people. And I don't jump from, you know, approach to approach hoping to find the secret because we know the fundamental uh, driver of fat loss, weight loss, improved health, etc. So I don't really spend much time looking at new studies around intermittent fasting because sometimes the studies are just not great, to be honest. Or they're looking at special populations or just very unique scenarios. And for me, intermittent fasting is a tool that I will use at the right time with the right client to achieve the results that we're looking to achieve. And one of the issues I have with intermittent fasting is that most of the studies, especially those which show unique benefits, are done on animals, not humans. And it doesn't correlate over when humans try to do the same thing. So there are a bunch of studies. So I've been to a seminar on intermittent fasting and although he was pro-intermittent fasting, he made it very clear that the benefits for both animals and humans around intermittent fasting with a calorie deficit was less cardiovascular disease and better metabolic health. But intermittent fasting without a calorie deficit just resulted in potentially weight maintenance and potentially improved metabolic health. So improving your metabolic health was the one thing that was like an improvement with intermittent fasting regardless of the calorie deficit. But everything else like fat redistribution and improved brain health and less cancer, longer life, everything else, that was all animal-based. And if it does cross over to humans, it's a maybe. And overall, the calorie deficit is going to help that um, anyway. So it's like these hopeful outcomes really are based around being in a restricted energy state and dropping body fat and becoming healthier. Not so much how many hours you fasted for, what foods you ate in particular, or the timing of those meals. So in a way, I guess I'm crushing the benefits of intermittent fasting by simply saying it's not intermittent fasting that's driving those results, but actually the calorie deficit that's driving those results. But as I mentioned, it could potentially help you to stay in that caloric deficit, which then makes intermittent fasting valuable. And it's a tool that can be used no different to flexible dieting where you're dealing with cravings. So then you find a way to fit those foods into your macros. So you're sticking to your goals in a way which is a little bit more manageable or enjoyable. But touching on the definite negatives around intermittent fasting, one of them is because you're not eating as often, you're reducing your body's potential to maximize muscle protein synthesis. So every time we eat protein, every four to five hours on average, we want to look to spike muscle protein synthesis, which kind of means just encouraging your body or sending a signal to your body to build more muscle. And if we can do this more often throughout the day, it can have some benefits towards building more muscle. If you can't do that, our secondary focus is to simply just eat enough protein over the day, which still obviously has the benefits there that we need, but to a less degree. So for those looking to really be optimal or maximize progress, eating protein every four to five hours has shown benefits. The other negative I have is around training performance. So if you train you know, mid-morning or early in the morning or even lunchtime and you haven't eaten for 
you know, a certain amount of hours and you don't plan on eating around your training session, that could have some negative impacts on your training performance, especially if you're someone who trains for two hours or longer, or you're looking to reach certain performance outcomes like a powerlifter or a strongman or a crossfitter who has certain weights they want to achieve or a certain amount of effort achieved in a certain amount of time. Not having the nutrients there to fuel you obviously is a downfall and could have negative effects. The other one is that intermittent fasting could be socially limiting in the way that you can't go out and have breakfast with friends or lunch for that matter either. But at the same time, it can help socially when it comes to eating at nighttime and wanting to enjoy a meal that isn't tracked and not really fear the, the potential of, you know, putting on body fat or over consuming calories. So, you know, it's a double edged sword. Like you can't have breakfast with friends because you're fasting, but then at nighttime, because you haven't eaten many calories throughout the day, you're able to actually, you know, enjoy yourself, be a bit more relaxed and know that you're probably still going to be in a calorie deficit regardless of whether or not you track. So to wrap this podcast up, the main benefit of intermittent fasting is more structure around forcing a calorie deficit, so restricting your food intake. And for general population, that could be huge. That could be a huge reduction in calories depending on what someone typically eats for breakfast or going out for lunch and things like that. And then the main negative for intermittent fasting is that you are not eating protein every four to five hours and therefore not maximizing your body's ability to build lean mass. And if you had two people, one person's doing intermittent fasting for 12 months and the other one is doing protein every four to five hours for 12 months over a long haul, you would probably see changes. And, you know, obviously the person that's doing protein every four to five hours would have that better outcome. But in the short term, you probably won't see that difference. And as a reminder, it is extremely important to eat sufficient protein whilst you're doing intermittent fasting. It's not just a matter of fasting, it's still a matter of weight training and getting in your daily protein target to ensure that we do maximize fat loss and not just weight loss in general. Now in regards to actionable steps around intermittent fasting, I would suggest incorporating intermittent fasting if your calories have come down quite a lot over a period of time because you're in an extended fat loss phase you're struggling to stay on track, you need to find a new structure where you kind of feel fed when you typically are starving, which is later in the day. And I would also use it around social events. So if you have like a wedding or a birthday or anything like that, then do intermittent fasting on that particular day to help you to stay within your caloric targets for the day if you're not going to track your macros. Now, with all that said, if you enjoy intermittent fasting and you are seeing positive outcomes right now, then keep doing it. It's not bad for you by any means. Maximizing your lean muscle mass is not something that everybody cares about. Not everyone walking around is a bodybuilder or a strength sports athlete or a fitness model or in contest prep. So most people just want to look good, feel good and lose some body fat. So it's important to know that getting in enough protein every day is the primary focus regardless of who you are and what dieting methods you take. And when you're doing intermittent fasting, you're looking to maximize your ability to stay in a caloric deficit more than you are looking at maximizing your ability to add lean mass to your body. So there's a time and place for everything. And typically I would say intermittent fasting, much like the ketogenic diet as well, 
is something that I wouldn't look to do forever because we're not forever looking to drop body fat. We're looking to get to a healthy, sustainable, maintainable composition and then hopefully no longer being in that deficit because no one's looking to lose fat forever. We're looking to add more lean mass to your body and get stronger at the same time. So fasting and large restriction is something we do to get to an outcome that we desire and then we try to find methods to maintain that without being in a deficit and it would make no sense to me at all to fast for 16 hours and then try to get in 4,000 calories in a eight hour window or less because why? Like you're just gonna feel starved all day and then you're gonna feel full and bloated in the afternoon. So remember intermittent fasting is for fat loss. I wouldn't say it's a long-term lifestyle goal unless you're long-term looking to drop body fat, which most people shouldn't be. Um, we should be looking to maintain a lean body mass and enjoy our lifestyle long-term. And one other thing is that people who typically do intermittent fasting for a very, very long period of time are the same people who yo-yo diet and actually never really see the sustainable results that they want. And that's why they keep coming back to the intermittent fasting because nothing else is working or they're doing it and then they're binging and then they're doing it and they're binging and they're not really getting the best out of it. So keep that in mind too. Anyways, that's the podcast for today. Thank you for listening and I will speak to you guys soon.